Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have a bit of a different show. We have our Ask Me Anything episode today. So these are questions that I have been provided by you as the listeners or along the way, along the journey in our day-to-day practice that I want to provide answers to you for in a quick podcast session. So today I'll run through a few and we will be integrating this into our podcast from time to time. Now, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, then please send it to us at podcasts at aspectlegal.com.au. And we'll put that link in the show notes. Now, here we go with a very quick session for you. So, Fazem, welcome along to this segment, um, one of our exciting new segments called Ask Me Anything. So, this is over to you, Fazem. How about you ask me anything? What do you want to know? Well, so here's the thing for you. I've, we've been around, um, you know, some challenging transactions. What in business sale and acquisition? Challenging transactions. What are you talking about? <laughs> if there was a, it was a reality TV show to be made, it has to be made for business brokers because there's more drama in that than anything else. Ah, you're okay? so true, so right. They, yeah, they need to make it. They need to be one. Um, one of the questions I had was, I guess, emotion and uh, strategy. Right, emotion plays a big part uh, when tensions are high. Uh, as advisors, ourselves, yourself, uh, we're there to ensure a successful transaction can happen where, where we are referred to as a preto efficient deal, where a good deal for me is not a bad deal for somebody else. Um, how do you ensure when, um, I guess, when you're in that room where at the 11th hour, the vendor or the purchaser don't tend to agree on a certain clause that could be just the most inescapable, tiniest little condition on a contract that could have the whole deal fall apart. What advice would you give your either your purchaser, client, or your vendor? Do you know what, Farsan? That is such a good question because emotion is, I believe, behind 80% of the issues that happen in these transactions. Absolutely is. Um, and... Um, well, it's really interesting because I've thought about this topic a lot because I can see it happening a lot. And, and in fact, I, I'm, I have a lot, a keen interest in human psychology. So psychology was one of my, um, one of my majors, uh, next to law when I was studying and I just loved it. And it's been the most useful, um, education, I think, to support the work that I do in this industry because understanding people is the key. I believe, to making transactions work. Understanding people and understanding process. There's two things here and and they're interlinked because um, I I think the first thing is education. Buyers and sellers should be educated about the emotion that they're likely to face during a deal. For sellers and, and, you know, we of course we have a whole heap of different types of sellers and when, when I'm talking about emotion being an issue in a large number of transactions, I'm probably talking about that sub $5 million space or sub $10 million space, actually. When when you're looking at $10 million 
plus transactions. It, it's actually a different type of emotion, um, quite often more attached to ego in a deal. But um, but the the sub $10 million space, we're talking about, um, you know, micro or medium businesses that are um, quite often run um, by the owner-run businesses um, or, um, or at least it, it's the, you know, the owner that you're dealing directly with in the transaction. And if they're leading into retirement, and this has been something that they've built for years and years and years, which is quite often the case, you know, there's this there's this emotion for them in in change because you know, of course, it's a period of massive change, not just for the business but for themselves personally as they step into a new phase of life. For the buyers as well, there's a lot of emotion potentially going on. Quite often, we deal with buyers in this space who are first time buyers. And first-time buyers can get really caught up in that emotion of the deal. Firstly, they're super excited and they just want to get it done immediately. And then they get scared. You know, they get worried about the risk that's sitting in the deal. So I think the first thing is to make sure that our buyers and understand uh, buyers and sellers understand that this is a likely thing that can happen. Uh, that's the very first thing. Um, the the second thing, so first thing is education. The second thing is process to try and get deal speed because I personally believe um, emotion comes out more as deals slow down. If you can keep deal speed up, if you can use process to push deals forward, you're going to have far more likelihood that emotion either A, won't creep up to the same extent or B, won't create the roadblocks that they create. And then the third one is communication between the parties. So keeping that open line of communication um, and keeping the trust between the buyer and seller. And this is where I think it becomes very important that we're making sure that our buyers and sellers choose um, lawyers who understand what they're doing and don't, you know, put the fear of God into them, <laughs> you know, in relation to the transaction that they're about to do, because we all know that that can happen in the background and that transactions can run off course because. Uh, buyers or sellers have lawyers in their ear in the background talking to them about risk, 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 rather than talking to them about how to make sure they get a good deal done. Um, so there you go. That's my three points. <laughs> you know what? If I was a if I was a client that was looking for a solicitor to represent me, I would come to you right now because there's been there has been so many times where our brokers say to us that. Bloody lawyer, you know, they cost us a deal because they dragged this out for so long and, and the process was so, you know, it could have been a quick process, but no, they had to put all these extra conditions and clauses in there because they had to get a win for their client and they couldn't reason, you know, and that cost a deal, you know, and, uh, and unfortunately, and I'm not going to, please don't take this the wrong way. Our job, we don't get paid until the deal is done, right? Um, but if I was to say that solicitor gets paid irrespective of whether or not the deal goes ahead or not, right? So um, they're, I'm sure they get their billing, billing hourly rate in there and they've got their invoice paid. But, you know, the, the accountant or maybe even the, you know, the broker, the advisor who was doing a deal, you know, costing the, costing the deal because one side, the, the broker had to do certain things that just wasn't right. You know, I, I need to, um, I need to get you, we, our team of Melbourne in 30 brokers in Melbourne would love to hear from you because we, we need more uh, lawyers like you to help us handle the transactions that we do because this would be so refreshing for them to go hear what you just said and go, oh my God, this is the kind of lawyer we've been looking for. Someone that gets a deal, that expedite things. Where have you been? <laughs> well, we're 
try our hardest. But but also, you know, the first thing comes from I I, I guess understanding, you know, the industry we're in, the issues that that can be created, and how to try and get ahead of them. Um, that's the first thing. But and the second thing is education. And you know, I'm very committed to. Um, education for free for our audiences. This podcast is for free. We're up to episode, I think, 240 or something now. So there's a lot of education for buyers and sellers out there, you know, absolutely for free. Obviously, I've I've written this book and a whole heap of stuff there. So I I think that's education and providing um, accessibility of education um, is another really key thing. But process and and you know we talked about this in an earlier podcast we we recorded Fazan the the importance of constant innovation you know and I'm deeply committed to that but it requires a lot of effort and and you talked um in our episode together about sort of you, you know really I could see how much commitment you had to the concept of innovation you, you know through time and effort and money and, and, you know, we have that same commitment to innovation and you can't innovate without that. But I, I absolutely believe that, you know, to get to a great outcome for our clients, we must continue to innovate and make the process better. Couldn't agree more. Music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> um, well, we've got, we've got two more minutes if you have a last ask me anything, but you don't have to have a last ask me anything. No, 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 I'll, I'll go one. I'll go one. This is, probably, <laughs> this, is, this is probably more from Emily than I am because this was her idea. Um, okay. Give me Emily's ask is, me anything. <laughs> you know, I think Emily's heard my stories many, many times. So she's been in these meetings with me over the years. Um, what I would ask you is, you know, and I would, I'll relate to this, um, what would you tell a 10-year youngest version of yourself 10 years from now, 10 years ago? What would you tell that person? What advice would you give her? Wow, I, I wasn't expecting we'd go there. And I just, I just have to point out, Emily is also in our recording room. For anyone who's not sure, I'm not sure if Emily will make it to our recording videos or not. But just in case people are sitting there wondering, who's Emily that he's talking about? Okay, what would Emily wants to know? What would I tell tell myself ten years ago? Oh, holy dooly, that's that's a really good one. Uh, do you know what? I think um, the first one is back yourself. That's that's a really you know that's a critical thing, isn't it? You know because I think so many of us sit here and have ideas, um, but implementation of ideas requires commitment. Um, and a certain strength of belief that you can pull things through. So, so I, I, I absolutely think. And do you know, on that note, I, I was pulling up. Um, I was working through with our team. We're working on our processes. I've, I told you before, the processes are really um, important to to me. We're working on our process. So I have the whole team together, and we're working on the processes. And I unearthed something that I built a, about probably six years ago, maybe five or six years ago. And, and I just went, Oh my God, like I built this. And then, and then I had this moment of, Oh, maybe that's not r- the right way to do it. Maybe, you know, and, and a few people had sort of said, Oh, you know, I don't think this will work that way. I don't think. And so I stepped back from it, you know, and, um, and, and, and so the, um, message to my, so five years ago, not just, no, you know, not 10 years ago, but five years ago would have been back yourself, commit to the process. Because I know in looking at it, when it, when I opened it up today, 
I just went, you know what, I was so on the right track there and we're going to commit to finishing this right now because that was 100% the right track. But, um, but you know, I, I second-guessed myself and, um, and I think great things come out of backing yourself. So do you know what, I'm going with backing yourself um, and daring to think differently and uh, forcing yourself to think differently but give yourself the space to be able to do that because um, nothing can be created without the discipline, the time and the resources, you know. So that's what I'd say. <laughs> amazing. Well done. That's amazing. Emily, did you hear all that? <laughs> Emily's in the room nodding for anyone who can't see. <laughs> Great work, Faz, and thank you so much for coming in to Ask Me Anythings today. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for our Ask Me Anything episode today. I hope you found that useful. Now, we've got a few more of these style podcasts coming up soon. I find it invaluable to be able to answer these top of mind questions, whether they're from our guests, our audience, or our clients. Now, if you have a specific topic or question that you'd like us to discuss, then submit your Ask Me Anything questions to podcast at aspectlegal.com. .com.au or check out the show notes to this episode where we will link right through to an email for you to submit to submit your Ask Me Anything questions. And an important reminder that if you would like any legal assistance with matters that you're working on at the moment, then don't forget you can book in for an initial free call directly with our legal eagles at Aspect Legal by heading to our homepage at aspectlegal.com.au. Well, that's it for me today. My name is Joanna Oki, and you've been listening to another wonderful episode of our podcast, proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. I am so very excited to announce that I've hit a non-podcast related milestone and released a book. You might wonder why? Simple. I wanted to help business owners understand the mechanics of deal making and the interaction between three critical phases of business, acquisition, growth, and exit. And so I am very happy to announce Buy, Grow, Exit, a guidebook for business owners and their advisors on how to buy, grow, and guess what, exit in a way that maximizes value and avoids landmines along the way. The book is available now, so just head over to buygrowexit.com.au to get your copy and to access a whole heap of free resources that will really help you on your journey of acquisition, growth, and exit in your business or in working with your clients. Also check out our show notes where we will link straight through to that page. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. Deal Room.